T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly. You know, we talked at the beginning of the show about... uh, Brady retiring, Ozzy retiring, Bob McCarthy at the Buffalo News retiring. And Josh, you talked about, uh, is Brady coming back? Is he going to stay retired? Has anything disappeared and come back more than the Arena Football League? I mean, this it hit its peak like in 2004 and disappeared, came back, disappeared. They have now announced that the Arena Football League will again attempt a comeback, which means this summer, I'm sorry, not this summer, this spring, you will have the XFL, the USFL, and Arena Football to watch on your TV. I'm, I have a feeling two of those three leagues are going to suffer. Do you know any Arena Football League names, like team names? Yeah, the Buffalo Destroyers. All right, well... You heard it here first. Tom Brady will be playing for the Buffalo Destroyers. Oh, I don't know if they're, they're – they, have, they haven't been the Buffalo Destroyers since, like, 2001. Oh, I know. No, but, I – but could you imagine if he comes back and plays in one of those leagues just as, like, a little joke? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, I, honestly, it'd be good for that league. I if I, was, if I was a commissioner in one of those leagues, I'd be reaching out to him saying, You think he's hey, going to go join uh, Johnny Manziel and T.O. in the uh, fan-controlled oh, football God. league? That would be something. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. It came across my phone. So I had to, I had to mention it. The AFL had a um, – the Arena Football League had a nice run through Buffalo. Um, I think they left in 02-03, if I'm uh, not mistaken. It was after uh, the owner of the Destroyers lost his bid to buy the Sabres and decided he was going to move the uh, Destroyers to Columbus. That's, uh, that's how I remember it happening. We're back. We were talking about reaction. Hold on. Sorry about that. Reaction to the blizzard and the statement from the county executive of what will be done next time. And, you know, obviously I I, I believe, and I've said this a few times during the whole fluoride thing, we elect people uh, to do what's best for their constituents, right? That's what a a politician, a leader, um, and I use that word very loosely. Uh, That's what a leader is supposed to do. And I, I'm all about personal responsibility, right? And I think so and put this um, well. It's exactly what I was saying. You know, I had all intentions of going home after my 9 o'clock show on the 23rd. And as this texter said, people didn't believe they'd get caught in the, sto- in the storm. They think they're inv- invincible. It's not going to happen to them. And that's exactly how I felt. Ah, you know, I'll be able to get home. I live in Buffalo. I've driven in snow my entire life. 
And, and that's going to be a mindset that's difficult to break. Like I said, I think the next big storm, people will remember the blizzard of 22, and they'll over-prepare. And I say that in a positive way. They'll over-prepare. But I believe all it takes is one dud, right? One dud of a storm. One over-forecasted storm. And people are right back to thinking the way, the way they were on the 23rd. And, and it's awful. We shouldn't be thinking like that. Look what happens when you do think like that. But it's difficult. Like, I can't blame anyone because it's the way I thought. I knew this storm was coming. Heck, I was filling in for Bowerly the day before the storm on this show. We had an, an hour with Andy Parker. And I still thought I was going to be able to get home. Even though Andy Parker said, yeah, you probably shouldn't drive up there tomorrow. Andy had it perfectly. Every meteorologist in Buffalo had this thing perfectly, right on. But a lot of us, hey, we live in Buffalo. We know how to drive in the snow. Been driving in the snow my entire life. Even though I've been stuck in the snow. I got stuck in the, in the uh, October storm of 2006. I was driving my dad's Kia. It broke down in the middle of Maine and North Forest. And I was wearing shorts because it was October. Shorts and snow boots. And, you know, Josh, I wonder why, uh, why I was single for all those years in high school. Uh, the, the, the it was sh- a fashion statement back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, shorts and $15 Walmart snow boots. I, I, I can't – I don't know where I was going wrong. And then the, pu- the black puffer coat with no hood in the well, backpack? No, I had, a, I had my, the coat with the place I was working on it. I, it was very nice. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that's very true. Very nice coat I was, uh, I was wearing. Anyway – but I mean, that's just that's our mindset. We've we've you know, I trained my first winter driving. We had a bad storm. You know, that's just how we are. But maybe you know, maybe it's more than just the government officials looking at what they could do differently. And I think there's a lot they can improve on. Again, I completely agree with the county executive that there needs to be something made of the emergency alert system. And um, I uh, I hope to have those conversations with him. I also believe that maybe the county executive could have called into certain media outlets. I heard David talking about this earlier. You know, the mayor was on WBEN numerous times during the storm. The governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, was on with me at the beginning of the storm. The county executive never uh, never called in. We were on 24 hours, by the way. 24-7. Well, 24, three straight days. Never, never heard from the county executive. Maybe he was trying to call into uh, the the public station that uh, was too busy carrying their Christmas programming during the uh, storm of twenty two. Anyway, we'll leave it there. <laughs> I, I, I just, it, it's, it's so petty. It's so petty. You know, I don't care what you think of the station. I don't care what you think of the opinions of the hosts on this station. We were live for three days. We were live through the entire storm, talking to people who were stuck, getting help to people who needed help. And the fact that it's been completely ignored by the Buffalo News, completely ignored by some elected officials, I think that's just, again, I think it's petty. You might disagree with the, with the, with the politics of, of some of the hosts, the opinions of some of the hosts. But uh, to completely ignore that we were the only ones live through the entire thing, 
I think that's petty. I really do. I really think it is. And maybe that should be one of the things to look back on. Hey, maybe instead of the press conferences, I will, you know, make a few call-ins to the one media outlet that is consistently live through the entire storm. Again, I don't want to get too into it because then I'm going to sound petty. But the only mention we get in the media portion of the Buffalo News is in an email to the editor because the other radio station decided that they weren't going to go live at all during the storm. It's just petty. So you don't like the opinions of a few people? Jeez. 2023 for you, right? Or 2022. All right. So that's that. That's what happened. If you want to comment on this, 803-0930, star 930, talk about the blizzard, talk about lessons of the blizzard, what you would like to see done differently, or maybe call in and say, hey, you know what? I, I did not take the storm seriously. Joe, I'm right there with you. I didn't take the storm seriously. And, you know, I thought I could drive through it. I thought I could do this. I thought I could do that. This one's on me. Again, I think there's a little bit of both of that. I think there's a little bit of both of that. I'm always, I always say, look in the mirror. You know, what could you have done differently? I, I do this on an on a hour, hourly basis. I look in the mirror and say, Joe, what could you have done differently back there? But I also think that maybe the response of our local governments also has to be looked at. I think both can be true. I don't think it has to just be one. But I want to get to something else. If you want to continue talking on this or if you want to give an event that you think a, um, the state, the county, the city uh, could look back on and say, hey, maybe we should do a look back and a review of how we handled this event or this event. Uh, we'll take those calls as well. 803-0930, star 930. But since we're kind of talking politics, I'm going to throw this at you uh, because it's something that's been bothering me. And I, you know where I stand politically, right? I, 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 I don't talk much politics. I, I think that's just, I try to get as many people listening to me as possible. And um, people know my politics, right? But I don't want to, I don't want to scare people off with my politics. Maybe I do that anyway. But I, I'm pretty much a, you know, right of center politically, okay? And that has been the case my whole life, all right? Um, since the first time I could vote. I was a member of the Young Republicans in high school, all right? So nothing's changed. But I, it, it pains me to see the overreaction of some people in Washington, D.C., and this is just where our politics are. I'm going to start off by saying not everything done is out of censorship. Not everything done is out of um, hatred of one side or the other. So you might have heard this. Uh, DirecTV, right? Pretty big satellite company. They also have a streaming service. DirecTV took Newsmax off their, off their service. Okay? And this has become a big story. And you've got people in high places saying this is censorship. Believe me, if this was censorship, I would be all over it. Guys, this is not censorship. Newsmax is charging ridiculous carriage, uh, carriage fees to DirecTV. DirecTV is like, ah, I don't know how much we want to pay to carry your network when you can get Newsmax free on their own app and on the Pluto app, DirecTV is making a business decision. 
it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with censorship, okay? I mean, DirecTV is a satellite company. A lot of satellites are in rural parts of the country. Do you really think they're trying to censor a network that I'm sure probably gets pretty good ratings in rural parts of the country? That's just not... There's a lot of things that should be looked into in D.C. And there's, there's a lot of, you know, on the floor... Battles over legislation that should be done in D.C. Guys, this this isn't it. And I hate when people say that. This ain't it. This ain't it. This is DirecTV, just like Verizon over the fall pulled Channel 4 and Channel 23 from their service. Were they trying to censor the Bills Kansas City game? No. It was over it was over fees, carriage fee, carriage eh, I always screw that up. It was over fees. Verizon said we don't want to pay this. Nextstar said, okay, we're gonna pull our network. That's exactly what's going on here. Newsmax, whoever their PR person is, is doing an incredible job. I will give them that. But guys, this has nothing to do. This has nothing to do with censorship. I'm not saying censorship doesn't exist. And like I said, if this was censorship, I'd be jumping all over it. I'd be going to my parents' house and saying, hey, maybe you guys should get someone else uh, to get your cable. But that's not what this is. And to show that it wasn't, literally three days later, DirecTV put the first on their service. The first, which is also a conservative outlet, you can see Dana's radio show on the first. They, they do the, the visual of Dana's show on the first. I'm just saying. So DirecTV is like, this has nothing to do with censorship here. We'll put another conservative outlet on our service to show you it's not. And now you've got people in the Senate and in Congress, people who, for the most part, I like. When you're doing an investigation, guys, I'll save you the money. Believe me, I'm very consistent on this. I don't want money waste, wasted in D.C. I don't care if it's money wasted from the Democrats or from the, the Republicans. I don't want money wasted in D.C. There's no need for an investigation, okay? Newsmax was dropped over a dispute over fees to carry the network. Literally, that's it. And this, this is where this is where people start, not, start to not take Republicans seriously. It's so obvious what's going on. Newsmax is using this as PR, and now you've got people in the Senate, in the Congress, jumping all over it, saying, we demand answers, we demand investigation. Here's the answer, guys. They, they just want a cheaper rate to carry it. That's all. That's all. DirecTV dropped ESPN a few years ago. Do you think they were trying to censor the Disney company? No. They're trying to get a good deal so they don't have to raise your bill. That's all this is. And again, I agree there's a lot of stuff that needs to be looked into in D.C. There's a lot of investigations that actually need to go on that I wouldn't call a waste of money. This isn't one of them. And it's just so frustrating to see people jump on this. Again, very, uh, very good PR job by the Newsmax people. Whoever's in Newsmax PR probably should get a raise, uh, promotion, whatever. But it's just, it's not true. It's just, it's, it has nothing to do with censorship. 
And there's so many more important things going on in Washington, D.C. There are so many more important things going on than why did DirecTV drop Newsmax? I mean, it's ridiculous. I think it's pretty obvious why they dropped Newsmax. And I just had to get that out there because it, again, I have a lot of respect for a lot of the people I'm, I'm seeing saying this. You know, I mean, I, I love Ron DeSantis. Okay, I'm a huge Ron DeSantis fan. I disagree with them on this. I don't think there needs to be an investigation. I think it's very easy to see what's going on here. And DirecTV doubling down, putting another conservative outlet on. Again, if they're trying to censor, they're doing an awful job. Oh, let's get rid of Newsmax and carry a network that just shows the visual of conservative radio shows all day. <laughs> they're not the best job of censorship, if that's really what this is. And I, I just, I think it makes... It just makes the party look like they just want to jump out of anything they can and make it a big scandal when it's not. Let's focus on the important things. No offense to Newsmax. It's not that important. And if you really do, if you're one of the, I don't know how many, I don't want to say fake numbers. If you're one of the whoever watches Newsmax, you can, you can watch it free on their app. You can watch it free on Pluto. Okay? So there's many ways to get it. Again, the fact that you can get it so easily, the fact you can get it for free, is why DirecTV is like, we're not going to pay this to carry it. You could just go on your smart TV and watch it for free. Why would we pay you to carry this? Again, nothing against Newsmax, and I, I applaud their PR department. They're doing a great job. But I just I think we have more important things in D.C. than to look into the fees dispute between a network and a provider. That's all. 803 0930 star 930 It's the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. That's also the number to get on and talk with me. Uh, well, I'll take your calls if you think I'm wrong. I mean, I, I love talking to people. And if you think I'm wrong, I will, I'll hear your, hear your calls. But I just I think the evidence is pretty clear. Also, where you would like to see the changes in response to the next major snowstorm. And where do you lay the blame? Is the blame at the county level, the municipality level, the state level, or is it a little bit of everybody? Is it a little bit of personal responsibility, a little bit of state, a little bit of county? What would you like to see? 803-0930, star 930, we'll take your calls on that. We'll take your calls on where you would like to see the county uh, where you'd like to see the county uh, address next. You know, they're, they're looking over the blizzard saying, hey, this is where we could be better. What's another event you'd like them to take a look back and say, hey, we could have addressed this better. 803-0930, star 930, Beamer in for Bowerly back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Some Corey Hart. I like this song, Sunglasses at Night. It's a good one, but I think Never Surrender is a better song. Josh, you ever heard you heard both of these songs? Do you know which one do, would you say is uh, better? I don't know. Do you know Never Surrender? Not really, no. Okay. I won't sing it on the air, but maybe that, we'll. That, that's, that's pretty good. We'll play that to open the four o'clock hour. So the reason we played Corey Hart is tonight the Wolfpack party down at Riverworks is Corey Kent. And Corey Kent has a, uh, a nice song out right now, Wild As Her. Uh, Josh, you heard that one, Wild As Her? Yes, I have. I, I like that one. Yeah, so uh, he's going to be at Riverworks, and um, it's a free event. Uh, you have to go to the Wolf's website, the Wolf, 1077thewolf.com, and um, sign up. But uh, so I was telling Nate back in engineering, you know, I'm going to see Corey Hart tonight. And I was, oh, I mean, Corey Kent, but couldn't let that go without playing a Corey Hart bump. So that's how I like to explain how things happen. And that's exactly how it happened. All right. 803-0930, star 930. I'll continue taking calls on the blizzard response where you think, what do you think's missing from this? Or, you know, what we've heard from the county. What would you like to see from this NYU study? I mean, what are you expecting from this NYU study? What, how will that information be used when it comes to the city and their response? So we'll continue taking those calls at 803-0930, star 930. But, you know, I've got to throw a, a, a fun little topic in here. And fun for some hits home for others. 
But, you know, uh, two days ago, Brian and I on BMAS and Beamer, weekdays at 9 here on WBEN, were talking about cell phones and social media. And, you know, I mean, I didn't know until two days ago that 13-year-olds had social media accounts um, or people under 13 had social media accounts. I, I, you know, you put that in the perspective of me. When I was in high school, I couldn't be on Facebook because you had to have a college email address. So it's just interesting how social media has developed to now everyone has one. The, the, the youngest uh, the youngest, and the oldest. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I, I just don't think, I mean, I don't think anyone under the age, personally, anyone under the age of 18 should have a social media account. Go out, live your life, talk with your friends, hang out, do stuff you're supposed to do, socialize. Don't spend all your time on on social media. So many people just sit in front of their computer, waste away time. Can you imagine wasting your teens away on your cell phone, on social media? That sounds awful. That sounds absolutely awful. But we are just, we have these phones that are just glued to our hands, it seems, are glued in our pockets, and they're always on us. That's why I said, and you know, hey, don't hold me to this because I'm not a father yet, but you know, uh, my son's going to be born in May, and I'll tell you this right now. If he gets a, f- a phone before he's a teenager, it is going to be a Nokia brick phone, okay? It will be able to make phone calls. Maybe I'll allow him to text. That's it. No apps, no internet. And I'm not going to be one of these real strict parents, okay? I had the benefit of not having strict parents, and I turned out to be great. I'm not going to have strict parents. I- I'm not going to be a strict parent, and I don't have strict parents. I'm not going to be a strict parent. I just I think that's better for everybody. I I think you're going to have a lot of kids in 10, 15 years feel like they really missed out because of all the time they spent in front of a computer screen, all the time they spent on their phone. I'll tell you right now, a lot. You know, I I couldn't imagine replacing some of the activities we did as kids. DZ Discovery Zone, by the way. I wish Discovery Zone was still around when I was in my teens. I'd be there all the time. But replacing, even when it comes to video games, we talked about this last time I was in for Bowerly. And, you know, that was fun on on a Saturday. I had a friend who had a Nintendo. I had a Sega. I'd unplug it from the TV. Back then, Josh, there were a lot more cords than there are now. You had the cable. You had the cable box. You had to plug in. Uh, the Sega, so it could go through the cable with the switcher, so you would know if it was on channel three or channel four. Take all that stuff, take my games to my friend's house. He had Nintendo. We'd spend the morning playing Nintendo, the afternoon playing Sega. I was about to say, you know, I do know about all the cords and things, but the the, the amount of cords that I had was the uh, red, yellow, and white cords, the AV cables. That That's that right. was it, and then the power, obviously, too. But I don't. Have any idea what any of that was? Yeah, we we plugged it right into the cable back in the day. Okay, there were no AV cords right into the cable. Um, but I, I can't imagine like not as a kid not having that and just hey, all right, I'm online now and playing online. Like that might be cool during the week when you can't, you know, obviously hang out with your friends because you have homework. You have to be up for school the next day. But I just I, I can't imagine replacing those experiences growing up with. A Facebook post. You know what I mean? I, I just, I, I, I'll be very interested. And I don't want to take that away from my kid. And that's why 
he gets a Nokia brick phone. He doesn't need a smartphone. Go live. Go enjoy. Go hang out with friends. Go be a, go be a kid. Go be a teenager. That doesn't mean you know modeling for Instagram for three hours. That means going out there. You don't need a camera. You need a, if you need a camera for something here. Here's a Kodak disposable camera. I'll go get it. Uh, I'll, I'll go take it to Walgreens when you've used it up. Half the time, those cameras take better pictures anyway. Of course, they I mean, do, and, and they make that awesome noise. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I will. Mean, I, I can, will. I can get those pictures on a CD for you. Okay. <laughs> I will say though the um, the whole online video game aspect of things. Some of my best memories from college are playing video games with my friends. I two. I, I'm I'm a groomsman in one of their weddings coming up, mm. and we met each other playing Xbox. I mean, granted, we his fiance went to my high school, so there was like already kind of a connection. Okay, but. There are there are pros and cons to the the screens. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying with you know going to someone's house and doing that and playing video games, yes. or going out and playing sports, or just getting dirty and going and doing whatever, riding your bikes around, yes, and, and playing soccer, or football, whatever. I don't yes. know. Yes, but my parents, had, I had a small backyard. My parents had a lacrosse net in the backyard. Yeah. You know how many, you know how many uh, panes of glass they had to replace <laughs> in the Florida room because I hit it with a lacrosse ball. Yeah, see, I with my dad, I would go out and he'd hit. I had a big, big backyard, so he he'd hit me fly balls for a few hours. There you and go. We'd play baseball, but there are benefits to the online age, if you want to call it that. There are because there's the times where you can't go hang out with your friends and you pop yeah. online and say, "Oh, there they are." Like, but I had I had online for that too. It was right. called AOL Instant Messenger. Okay, yeah, but it's not something that I I didn't spend all day in front of it. Looking at my away message, you know what I mean? It's just right. so different now. And someone texted this in, and this is incredible to me. Uh, so my five-year-old has an iPad. My wife put Snapchat on it. Bad idea. I made her take it off. Snapchat is the last app you should ever, again, not a parent yet, and I hate when, I, I, I know when I have a kid, I will hate when childrenless people tell me what to do. So please, this is just my opinion and how I think I will approach things. Don't take it for what it is. I am not yet a father. Snapchat is the last app I would ever allow my child to have on their phone. I, I, that is, and you know what? I'm sorry. Facebook, I was on, I got on Facebook when I was 18. I had a MySpace when I was 15. So if my son wants to have a, a Facebook when they're 15, I'll allow that. Facebook, okay? You get to pick, Facebook or Twitter. But again, just some of these experiences, and I'd love to talk to someone who, you know, is in their early 20s now, who grew up with having a smartphone through middle school, through high school, and compare that. Do you feel like you missed out on something? I Think about back to when you were a kid. I, I, I think back to the what now looks as the lamest things, but it was fun. It was fun at the time, and you know what would be more lame? Sitting at home doing nothing, following someone else's life on social media. It just, it amazes me. And again, maybe things will change because Josh, you brought up a good point. What if, uh, what if he's at a concert and doesn't have a camera? You know, I went to go see a lot of big concerts with my Kodak disposable cameras, okay? And again, you got to put that stuff right on a, uh, right on a CD. But that wasn't even the point I was trying to make. I was trying to intro this topic. And, you know, with Valentine's Day coming up, guys, we will get a lot of stuff, all right? We've talked about... We get all this stuff in the email every day. You should talk about this. Talk about this. We'll have a guest to help you talk about this. We just conducted this survey. So with Valentine's Day just 13 days away, 
a lot of relationship stuff is going to get into our email, okay? So you're probably going to hear some relationship stuff on the show. And you know, on Valentine's Day, I will tell the story of knowing when someone is just not into you. Because relationships and love, Josh, they're not about material things, okay? Not at all. But on Valentine's Day, if you're spending X amount of money and the other person spent $3, you might be able to put together that maybe they're just not that into you, to quote a movie. Anyway, so the first of these relationship topics that are coming in, survey finds one in two Americans have accessed their significant other's phone without permission. Now, to me, that screams that 50% of relationships have some issues, some trust issues. This is from PasswordManager.com. Survey respondents admit to hacking their romantic partner's phone to view text messages, social media, browser history, emails, and more. This was, now again, to put this in perspective, this was from 1,250 American adults. And 50% said they've passed through the screening questions, admitting they successfully hacked a romantic partner's phone. Out of this group, 83% say they were looking for evidence of infidelity. 55% say they confirmed their partner was cheating on them. 77% say they were seeking evidence of lying. And two and and three confirmed their suspicions. So as much as I think maybe you have some trust issues if you're breaking into your significant other's phone— Look at this. 55% of those who said they did it said they found the evidence they were looking for of cheating. Two and three found the evidence of lying. So I just, I found this amazing. Like one and two. I, I will tell you this. I know, you know, I've talked to a lot of people. We, you, you, get, you get, you talk with your friends, you have some close conversations. Um, And surprisingly, I know a lot of people who have done the exact same thing. They've looked on their romantic partner's phone. Now, most of them are still together with their romantic partner, so I guess they didn't find the evidence they were looking for. Or maybe they're just trying to see what their significant other's talking about. I'll tell you, if my wife broke into my phone, I mean, if she thinks that all I do is look up sports things, sports scores... And text my buddy uh, about, you know, sports, her, her suspicions would be confirmed. She would find a lot of stuff. She gets very, she, she's very good about putting up with my sports talk. But if she wants to hack into my phone and read all the stuff that I, you know, read about when it comes to sports, I mean, that's literally all she's going to find. Sports and stand-up comedy reels. Because that's about all I do on my phone. 803-0930, star 930. What do you think of this? 50% of Americans are breaking into their romantic partner's phones. What does that say about relationships in the tech era? 803-0930, star 930. What do you think of something like this? If you knew that your significant other was breaking into your smartphone, was breaking into your social media accounts and say you had nothing to hide. You had absolutely nothing to hide. What would you feel? Is that the kind of thing 
Because I'm telling you right now, if my wife said, I want to look at your phone, I would feel like, ah, I have done something that she now does not trust me. I have done something to lose her trust. I would put the blame on me. Number one, I, I don't think my wife would ever do that. Number two, but I would be like, oh, did I say something wrong? Did I do, am I acting suspicious? It, it's really difficult for me to act suspicious because I literally, literally tell everything about my life on the radio. You know what I mean? Like, there are no secrets. I tell you guys everything. I think that's how you build a good relationship with the audience. But you, you look through this. 86% say they've looked at text messages. 63% social media. 41% they access the browser history. I just feel like the browser history is not the first place I'm going. 40% viewed emails. 26% looked at money transferring applications. 23% accessed shopping applications. And 22% accessed bank accounts. Oof. Is that grounds for a breakup? If someone breaks into your phone, now, you know, there shouldn't be any secrets in your relationship, right? Like, if you're talking to an ex, that is something that if you really are talking, if you're like, oh, I'm friends with my ex. Okay, that's weird. But if you're talking to your ex, doesn't your significant other deserve to know that? You know what I mean? I could see how that would make someone suspicious. However, if, 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 if someone in your life, if the important person in your life, the, the love of your life feels the need to look into your phone because they don't trust who you're talking to, where, where does, in your mind, where does that put your relationship? 803-0930, star 930. I'll tell you this. My wife spends a lot of time on her phone. But because my wife also um, likes to have the volume all the way up on her phone, I can tell that she is just watching TikTok videos for hours and hours. Because, again, how do I know this? Because I'll have the TV at one volume, and then I'll hear, uh, oh, no, oh, no, 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 you know, over or someone going, I decided to leave the house. Do, 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 do. You know? <laughs> and that stupid TikTok voice. <laughs> and it's just that for, for hours. So I have no suspicion. She spends a lot of time on her phone. I know exactly what she's doing. <laughs> there's no secrets. When, when you have your phone up that loud, there's no secrets. 803-0930, star 930. What do you think of this? 50% of Americans have admitted to breaking into their significant other's phone. If you walked out of the bathroom and saw your significant other holding your phone, what are you doing? What, what, what does that make you think of your relationship? 803-0930, star 930, back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.